0: What would our dream Star Wars game be? May the Force Force The Force 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, as well as the TV shows and the movies. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Pretty good. You doing good? Good. You have a new microphone today.
1: I do. It <laughs> smells so new and fresh.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yes.
1: I so. can just smell the chemicals we, we going f- into my brain. Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Finally have, Sydney, a new microphone. It's the same one as mine. It's probably my favorite microphone that I've used. The other big brother of this, the RE20, is also really nice. But I, I really like how much, how little processing you have to put on this one to make it sound good. And the RE20 is just like flat so you have to bring up everything out of it which is nice for like a lot of like fun different stuff like you can take the audio really far but for podcasts you don't really need that welcome to the technical uh corner with <laughs> Sage and now let's let's jump into the show today we're going to do a little bit of follow up from last episode as well as we're going to talk about our dream Star Wars game so let's jump right in
1: Just you reconsider playing that message for
0: him. So the follow-up that I forgot to bring up last episode that was regards to the last episode. Um, (laughs) There was a word that I was looking for to describe what they were doing with the camera. I Um. described the process in which they got everything in focus. There's a word for that, and it's called deep focus. That was what I was struggling to uh, recall. (laughs) (laughs) So I I talked about the process and how to achieve the look, but I never could figure out or remember the name of it. Gotcha. So it's called deep focus. Oh. Yes, which I'm not a huge fan of deep focus normally. Uh, It can be done pretty well in some old like 1940s or 50s, even some like earlier stuff, nineteen thirties, uh with like the early talkies and kind of the stuff like that. They had some really fun things. They had the specific filter that would go over your lens and it would um adjust the focus so you could have the outside of the window in focus and you can have the inside of a room in focus. There's a really cool shot that hmm. that does that. <laughs> um that's the follow up that I um I have in terms of things that I, I forgot the name of and <laughs> needed to get out of my system because it was go. driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Do, how are your residual thoughts with Obi-Wan?
1: Um, It's kind of like a bad dream, I guess I'll say. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, it's fading and that's okay. And I can accept that. What is that. it?
0: Distance makes the heart grow fonder? Yeah.
1: It's... um. It's kind of like this pastel colored nightmare? Yes. Kind of. And it's not that not that extreme, but it's I don't know. I don't know what it is.
0: <laughs> so, I was I was talking with some friends of mine mm-hmm. around it and they're asking like hey, why didn't you enjoy Obi-Wan so much? They're both together I talked about I talked to it with one of the friends. This is Brad and Christy. So they were both in the car. We were chatting from Star Wars. And um, like now that we're both in the car, we want to know why don't you like (laughs) (laughs) Obi-Wan? And I was like, I just didn't feel the story beats were very deep or well put together or anything like that. And then they, funnily enough, we started talking. And then uh, Christy was like, yes. Like I pointed this out, like the the inconsistencies as well as just the... problems with the videography and how like inconsistent it was and the whole thing with like how does she know how important luke is why does she even go after luke mm-hmm. like there's no reason for her to go after luke why is that a thing and also unprompted by me she was like and it doesn't make sense for darth veda to leave riva alive and i was like oh yes. boy
1: oh my gosh
0: there is a uh, a report that um, came out in between uh, from the last episode uh, afterwards, and it is super interesting and revealing mm-hmm. on the process of and the creation of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Writer Stuart Beattie. <clears throat> Stuart Beattie. <laughs> <laughs> writer Stuart Beatty says in his version of Obi-Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader killed Riva and she didn't know he was Anakin. Quote, I was like, how did she know that? All, th- all she saw was Anakin as Anakin. In her mind, the Jedi Council were the biggest villains in the galaxy. End quote.
1: Mm. Oh, that
0: was what I yeah. was missing is something that this show was going to say of like something deeper than like oh bad guy bad his bad guy bad that's basically what yeah, it was absolutely mhm and what was funny too the the same friends were like also the grand inquisitors thing about like oh revenge is a good motivator it's like are you suggesting you know she's going to live and you want her to come fight you is that what you're saying yeah it doesn't make any sense mhm no yeah
1: many inconsistencies many overlooked uh, motives
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. Um. Not very, again, well thought or put together or anything like that. It was very lacking in the story department. And another report came out that originally Obi-Wan was going to be a trilogy of movies. And then they decided to make it a TV show, and then that turned into, "Oh, hey, this is how it's gonna look." And then it was like, "Well, it's a little too dark, and we don't really want to go that or dedicate the time to it." So,
1: what if, what if they got um, the actor who plays Qui Gon? Mm-hmm. What if they got him on board with the, "Hey, we're making three movies about Obi Wan. You want to join?"
0: Oh, oh my! Because he did have that quote yeah. that says he wasn't gonna come back to the role <laughs> unless. <gasps> Unless it was in the form of a movie, yeah. so that could make sense in our little like um, theory here. Another quote that uh, Stewart said: "I want to see the Stewart cut." Yeah. #Hashtag Release the Stewart cut. Release the like, Stewart cut. Someone who actually knew what they were going into when they made the show, instead of like, well, hey, crappy, de- hey, crappy writers from these other crappy big movies. We're gonna we're gonna tag you in here, and also like Paw Patrol, the other lady that. Nah. Yeah, one of the co-writers was from Paw Patrol. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Stuart, <laughs> my bro Stuart, come on, man. <laughs> Obi-Wan let her in on that secret. It makes her go, I've been wrong this whole time. And so she goes and basically sa- saved Kenobi by sacrificing herself. I wanted her story to end. I wanted Riva to play her part in the Kenobi Vader story which again was such a rich story that they could have told
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give her some redemption
0: mhm yeah it is uh it's very rough sorry i got sidetracked reading the comments and i should not have done that <laughs> never read the comments <laughs> oh no yeah so super interesting inside look of like how disorganized and mismanaged the show was from the beginning if they're like they didn't didn't know what the heck they were doing they whittled it down whittled it down they went through so many different filters until it came to the show that we know of now and it just really wasn't well put together and I think hopefully this will be the last time we bring it up on the podcast um, because it makes me angry (laughs) I don't enjoy it and I don't really see it as canon in my mm-hmm. perspective. I hate to be one of those people, but it's not not my Star Wars in the way that of like. Hashtag I Hashtag not my Star Wars. It's a terrible hashtag and represents <laughs> so much of the toxic fandom. So I use that in jest and sarcasm. Um, it's it's just not something that I enjoy. And I don't perceive it in the whole of Star Wars in a way that adds to it. It takes away in the way that makes me enjoy the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy less. So hmm. I'm just not going to not gonna so. notice it. I think so. Hmm. It doesn't w- add anything.
1: Honestly, I would say it makes me appreciate the original and prequel trilogy more.
0: Oh, really? Why is that?
1: Because it's such a better story. It's because like, of how oh my bad gosh. it is, you have a
0: comparison yeah. of like, oh, hey, these sh- these ones are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. OK. Yeah.
1: Because in my in my filter, yes, it's not canon. So mm-hmm. whatever they're that's trying a, to do, but that's it's a like, wrong
0: way of what they were trying to go for in terms of that was when I said it doesn't add to the story. I did not mean it in that way. Uh, Obviously, it makes those it ones way. better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just mean it doesn't add to it in a way that brings those stories- New depth and new depth. meaning. New depth, exactly. Yeah. They do make me appreciate them more mm-hmm. just because of how solid of a storytelling they were. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. You can argue that they weren't as well executed as they could have been, especially with the prequels. Sure. Obviously. Yeah. They weren't. No. But, in terms of the technology of the time as well as the um the things that they were trying to do in the time frame that they were trying to do them, solid, solid
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. honestly, give just give me a good story, and I can overlook a lot of mm-hmm. crap if the story is solid, yeah, <laughs> and the characters or if I really, care really about the, the characters, characters yeah. yeah, yeah, characters are probably my number one. Mm-hmm.
0: And even one of my favorite characters still will not save a uh, horrible story. Yeah. So if you don't give the character, even a a strong character like Obi-Wan, if you don't give them the time and the respect that they need to develop themselves and grow, it's still not going to work. Now let's take a little bit of a break and we're going to hop back in and talk about our dream Star Wars game. I'm really excited to talk about this. Only different in your mind you must unlearn what you have learned. I have a confession to make and I'm really sad about it. Oh no. I have not I I'm so so little time in, into video games recently. It That's is true. depressing. And I just want to get that off my chest. <laughs> it's there's something I've been craving the older games like mm-hmm. we played through BioShock and those mm-hmm. were so good. Yeah. I want something like BioShock or something like um Resident Evil Eight, mm-hmm. was such a yep. good game. Seven as well, but like I want something that like scratches that same itch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> just my little bit of conf- confession where I am in my gaming space right now. <laughs> I love video games. I love the the industry. I love the uh, the fandom and the community around them, and the awesome technology tearing, pairing it with the story and all that fun stuff. My gosh, I just have not been able to find the time in the last couple months. Yeah. And it is going to change soon.
1: Oh. Yes. Y- you're making steps?
0: I'm making steps.
1: Very yeah. good. Uh-huh. I'll be curious to hear what the, these <laughs> steps are.
0: Well, I did it again, not this week because it's been crazy, but the week before on my lunch break, if I didn't have to get anything done, I'd go home and I'd play like 20 minutes of a game.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It hasn't happened in a while. Yeah. Mm mm-hmm. hmm switching gears a little bit yeah when you think of a dream game what first comes to mind of something that exists already of like man this checked all the boxes for me
1: Hmm. it's hard to say because there's kind of you know we were talking earlier <laughs> about how we have so many like different like aesthetics yeah and like clothing and yeah stuff.
0: before we came over to the studio we yeah. were talking i was I've been watching a bunch of these different videos of like manly <laughs> man's and gentleman and then like also super fashion forward. So it's like there's three different levels of like, I appreciate all of these, but I don't know how they merge together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of how I am with my gaming. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay. There's like, hmm, there's like Latro, of course.
0: Yes. That's always you're, going you're to love. be
1: a pedestaled games. It's
0: the boy next gr- next door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure. Um but then there's also puzzle games. Mm-hmm. And you are
0: a huge fan of some puzzle I games. I love
1: me some puzzle games. But like puzzle games in like an arcade way? Mhm. So like it's kind of like linear I don't know, puzzle. Give me a puzzle. I just any puzzle honestly. Yep. So it's kind of I feel like that's my spectrum. Uh-huh. is
0: Mo, massive multiplayer online, (laughs) sink your whole life into it. And then, oh yeah, I'm going to hop in this for like two seconds and then finish a puzzle and then hop back out. Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Puzzles and riddles.
0: When I was playing through Arkham Knight for like the third time, we were were playing together. Mm -hmm. So I would be playing and then she would help me with all the puzzles. And she is very good at puzzle solving
1: got that big brain <laughs>
0: where she is not good at it i'm good at it mm-hmm. so we're a really good pairing when it comes to like solving puzzles and games
1: mm-hmm. yeah it was good yeah mm-hmm. we need another one of those
0: yeah i know like that's what I, i'm on the search yeah. if you have recommendations for some really good games that are like arkham knight or um Bioshock or Resident Evil in terms of the gameplay style not necessarily the story as long as it has somewhat of a story to keep me hooked and it's not like here are a hundred million mechanics that you mm-hmm. need to learn and remember to do this game well Yeah, it's like I have so little time I mean I'm playing Battlefield and then uh keeping up to date on all these other things working on like taking courses on art and all this fun mm-hmm. stuff it's like I need something that's, like, here, not something like freaking Dark Souls or um, Elden Ring or anything like that. Yeah. Just something that, like, this is what it is, and just play it and enjoy.
1: Yeah, it's got to be something that comes intuitively, Mm -hmm. like, as far as the play style goes, and then you're just hooked into the story. I want something
0: initially that I can just pick up without going through seven tutorials and then actually understand it and then also have that satisfaction of understanding and being better at the controls mm-hmm. like i like this mm. good comfortable entryway mm-hmm. and then like depth to it mm. so like oh hey if you pair this you can do a combo or you pair this and you can do uh, this move or you <laughs> can parry and then attack back like i think that's what jedi fallen order did really mm. well was they had um they had a really strong pairing of all of these popular franchises like uncharted, metroidvania as well as dark souls a little bit and then they paired it with a really solid combat that Respawn's really well known for and like you can parry a lightsaber slash and then have an even more powerful uh clap back like it's there's a lot there that i think is is really good and i think that's why it shines so well mm. which leads us perfectly to did you, did you like that segue there? Yeah, I love that. That was, that was pretty good, that was, right? That's clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of my master plan to start mm-hmm. here. You start here, windy path, and then you get here where you want it to go. Um, Don't reveal your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars games, though. Mm. I think Star Wars has always had video games. I mean, since uh, Empire Strikes Back and even Super Star Wars. Obviously not the '70s, but in the '80s we had Super Star Wars on the SNES. We had some Star Wars games on the NES. Like Star Wars and video games have gone so well together for so many years. While it's not necessarily something that Lucas was very interested in throwing a, a, a heavy wrench into Star Wars thirteen thirteen's plans, mm-hmm. um, where they basically. They had a plan for a story. They were going to go towards it. They had a working prototype. And then George Lucas came and was like, no, this needs to be about the origins of Boba Fett. And then um, they had to change the game entirely as well as they had layoffs on like a good portion of their staff. Oof. And they still had to get a demo playable for E3. And because of all of that, uh, they were eventually nixed when... Disney bought Star Wars. Not yeah. surprising. All because of oh hey you should do this thing. George Lucas not knowing at all how video games were made. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the history of it. So I think Star Wars and video games just they they're like they're like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Like they go so well together. They don't always have to be paired together, but they work really well when they do. Because ultimately, like it's a fairy tale story where you're you're having very traditional ideas and of good and evil and you have some really satisfying abilities to learn new abilities with the force and you have this ability to uh skill up with your lightsaber combat or your blaster combat there's just so many pieces that work so well with the video game format Mm -hmm. what would be your star wars dream game
1: hmm I feel like that would change depending on <laughs> what mood and season I'm in. But for now, I would say I would want something I don't want to say open world.
0: Hmm. But Interesting. I do. Okay. So So kinda, you're thinking like open world I'm of Witcher like, or open world of like Fallen Order?
1: Um, probably more like Witcher. Okay. Um Something that you can just run around if you want to, but you mm. can also pick up like random quests. Yeah, like just something that I can just cozy up with.
0: Mm. Where would you want it um, place? Like where would you want it set?
1: Um, I w- I could see definitely different planets, um, yeah. but not many.
0: Like, do you want it like sand planet, jungle planet, like?
1: Yeah, give me like, give me a few different. I don't know what you call those biomes or whatever. <laughs> and yeah, and give me a good story that I could follow if I want to, or if I just want to run around a planet, I can.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: You probably start out like pretty much just make, making your own ship, sort of thing, okay. to get off the planet. Um, I, doing, that would be fun. like, gathering press. resources yeah. to
0: get the yeah.
1: Yeah, and then once you get your ship, then you suddenly you're absorbed into this bigger story. Okay. Um, but like all that. along. You're just kind of like if you're just running around, you could like randomly run into a quest. Mm-hmm. Or do you
0: create your character, or is it a set character? Um,
1: I'm I'm kind of on the fence mm-hmm. about character creation. I think for
0: Star Wars, I it works okay so much better for set. set. Yeah, because uh-huh. you can set or maybe with options or like cyberpunk had you have this character this is your name and then you get to design the look of the character i Mm -hmm. think that works well Mm -hmm. with star wars because then you get the option of character creation but also i think part of what makes star wars games at least in the modern day so awesome is the the fidelity of it and how graphically Mm -hmm. beautiful they are yeah and it's hard to really do that very well with like a character creator because mm-hmm. you can get some really weird stuff. Yeah. Which is the bonus of a character <laughs> creator. But I think oftentimes I like having like a set character. And it also works well with Disney because they love having set characters because they can put them into supermarkets and Walmarts and just <laughs> anywhere that can sell action figures. Yeah.
1: They're all about that merch.
0: Exactly. You got to be able to merchandise it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, that's why they ended the national treasure franchise yeah what they were gonna work on a third one but they weren't able to find a way to make uh toys off of it oh
1: my gosh
0: so uh they canceled it and that's also why unless they give him a lot of money and he changes his perspective on things Nicolas cage is not going to return for the national treasures three fair which mm-hmm. totally respect that mm-hmm. he got into bankruptcy And then took a bunch of small movies to make it up. And now he's become like even more of a cult classic than he was before.
1: Yeah, he's kind of like this underground. This is the age of Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Age of Cage. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: I think that's the kind of game I would go for. Other than that, I would love to see some like smaller arcade games.
0: Hmm. Okay. Something more casual.
1: Puzzles, preferred.
0: Puzzles. Yeah, puzzles in Star Wars works well.
1: Mm -hmm. Ooh, like a mystery one could be fun. Like even in the open world concept. Yeah. To have it like, so you made your ship sort of thing, but now you have to like solve this mystery. When did I,
0: was it a couple episodes? Yeah, last episode we were talking about how Obi-Wan season two or Qui-Gon could be like going and finding the old artifacts or temples and stuff around the old force. I mean, that works Mm -hmm. perfectly for a video game. Yep. Probably even better. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have something that's outside of like most video games, especially in Star Wars, you don't have like these huge game changing pieces just because of the, I mean, there is a lot of scale with video games, but it's a different scale than like the movies or the TV shows. If they do something massive in the video game, it's, it's hard for them to really pay it off in a TV show or movie, mm-hmm. though I would love to see Cal Kestis in something, obviously. I think that would be here, freaking awesome. We're
1: here preaching it every time. <laughs> Bring us cow exactly. <laughs> I think, and kind of, you are mentioning about like uh, going into like Jedi ruins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I just think that would be really cool. Like you know how in Skyrim, how they add that, like this, like it, you could just randomly walk into a cave, fight a few bad guys, and then suddenly, oh look, there is a voice thing that you can just absorb. Yeah. I think that would be awesome mm-hmm. for a game in yeah. Jedi. It's like,
0: almost like reading the. Um, Books in Skyrim. Yeah. 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 Or playing the tapes in something like Fallout or mm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Just that like extra mm. boost of like and it it can add to your character, it could not. It just just adds to this underlying story.
0: Yeah. Slowly like piecing together what happened. I like that.
1: Yeah. I think it'd be I think it'd be cool. Mm. And honestly it doesn't have to be super action adventure, even though it's it's fun. But yeah, it could just be like this. I don't know. I just really want a cozy game right now. <laughs> just give me <you> something cozy <laughs> that I can snuggle up with and just go like. Ee! I don't want to be like stressed out of my mind.
0: Hmm. Uh, on the opposite side of things, oh. uh, there's my dream Star Wars. I've got two dream Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. One, it's going to be a little bit shorter to explain. Is the Star Wars? I would love a small scale Star Wars shooter. I don't. Hmm. I again, I would love Battlefront Three, not from Dice. You can go listen to the Battlefield show if you want more details on that. Um, I would love to see Battlefront 3, but from a dedicated studio that can support it and they start smaller and then build up from that. But probably more interesting to me would be a smaller scale uh, shooter, third person or first person, one of the two, that um, you have something like a Republic Commando. I think that'd be really cool. You have the main thing is the story and then they have also a multiplayer aspect to it. And then once... Uh, some time comes by you can turn that multiplayer side of things into a much bigger focus mm. so i think that's what we're lacking in the star wars gaming space is we don't have that shooter and i think star wars and shooters work so well especially with blasters and everything like that yeah so i'd love to see a rogue command or rogue commando no 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 i'm I'm mi- mixing rogue squadron and republic commando mm-hmm. there we go <laughs> i'd love to see a republic commando game again mm-hmm. that'd be so freaking awesome yeah the second one, now stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> Coruscant. <laughs> I would love to see something that is along the lines of something like 1313 was going to be. Mm. Something around bounty hunters and and Coruscant. Coruscant. is one of those things that you can easily tie it to an open world that is set in one or multiple levels of Coruscant's underworld. Yeah. Which is what 1313 was is around level one. Three, one, three, hmm. and that's where the story was going to be told tell- or told, yeah, telled telled, <laughs> tailed, hey, <laughs> 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 um something that is has that like dark mm-hmm. cyberpunk ask mm-hmm. tells a story. And has a lot of these these interesting character moments. And I think that was what was going to be super interesting about 1313 was that they had these two characters that um, would interact with each other. And I think something along those lines or even something that you could switch between the two would be really cool of uh, offering some interesting story beats as well as some different gameplay mechanics. Mm Mm-hmm. I just want to see something on Coruscant that's more than just a a cameo or a small aspect of things. I want I want more focused Star Wars Mm. experiences of something of like we're not going to we're not going to use the um, get out of jail free card, which is space travel of leaving this planet because I think it's. It's the obvious route for so many stories told in Star Wars of, oh, hey, we're going to start on this planet and then we're going to move to the other one. Right. I don't think that's necessary in a Star Wars movie Mm -hmm. or TV show or game or anything like that. I think there are opportunities to have these more confined stories. Something cool, too, would be after Order 66, see what what is the effect that the Empire has on the underworld of Coruscant mm. as the stormtroopers start to fill it out more, as the hunt for more Jedi come through. Not jedi focus, but you have this underlying thread of where you are in the state of the galaxy and really getting a position of where you are in the timeline.
1: Hmm. So... Your ideal game would not focus around Jedi then. It would just be every (laughs) all the other culture that's in Star Wars. (laughs) Exactly.
0: I mean we have so much of it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think that would be that's something that I would be very interested in seeing is something along those lines where it is heavily focused and they understand the game that they're making. And they have mechanics, they have puzzles, they have platforming, they have combat as you uh, work your way up through the ranks of the underworld, maybe, or just trying to stop a, a crime boss that is paired up with the Empire, maybe. It could be interesting, Some more of like that gray area where it's not really a good guy, but you are fighting a badder guy. hmm I think that would be Mm -hmm. a really fun complex story because you're like, "Ah, I don't really want a roof for this guy, but I can also see where he came from, why he's at the state that he is now. I think there's a lot there that could be really interesting to do.
1: Mm -hmm. The relatable villain,
0: exactly. Mm -hmm. We're not really a villain, just like the person that, the person that has to be there to survive the underworld. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, you have to be a very specific person to be able to make it in the underworld, and. They aren't really all that nice. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I mean, they got to do what they got to do to make it out, get food, and um, just survive. So, I think that would be super interesting. Kind of kind of what the flavor of Han was for a little bit there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. Or a Han Solo game. I think that could mm-hmm. be... I think that could st- hold up. Tell the story of uh, Solo when they ended in a video game. You know, they have the whole... Um, it not it's not not Death Watch, not Death Watch. It's um something Suns or planets or something like that. Darth Maul's group mm. that is alluded to at the end of Solo, a Star Wars story.
1: Oh, I didn't. Do you know remember that. That? that?
0: Nope. Darth Maul stands up, lights his lightsaber, and sits back down. It's a stupid scene if you look at it out of context with more than just like fan scenes of like oh they really want this so we're gonna put it in here. But at the end of Solo, you have um, Kira. Go, uh, talk to Maul through a hologram. That's the person that's playing the whole stream. Like, I would love to see that story continued on in a video game setting.
1: Yeah, and not. In and then movie. you get Darth,
0: <laughs> and you get Darth Maul in there too. Yeah, so that would be cool. That would be that really would be fun. Really
1: cool. huh. Now, yeah. I once again, I have only seen that movie once. Really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> huh. Soon. Yeah. Announcements soon. We've got we've got some plans. I have some plans. And Sydney's helping me with these plans. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but <I think laughs> usually how it goes. Exactly.
1: He just enlighten enlightens me as I need to know. Exactly. I'm on a need she to can't know basis. can have all the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I put the puzzles together too fast. <laughs>
0: exactly. But I think with that. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Let us know what your dream Star Wars game is. I really want to know what people's dream Star Wars game would be. What does that look like? What is the story based around? Is it even a story or is it a multiplayer something? Let me know. Let us know. I want to hear this. Uh, Thank you so much. If you are able to, we'd greatly appreciate uh, leaving a review. It's completely free. You can leave it on iTunes. Apple Podcasts, or Spotify now. We'd greatly appreciate it. helps out the show, helps other people find the show, and uh, it's fun seeing your feedback and comments. Another free way to support the show is to share it, as well as subscribing for free wherever you find podcasts and listen to podcasts. To so make sure that you get each episode delivered to your podcast app of choice or platform of choice. As always, may the force... Be with you.